Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Clickstuff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Uh, currently at uh, 13th place in the world, um, according to Will Gordon, and I've got uh, David Gozelman. Currently unranked in the world, but I'm number one in my own heart. And uh, our special guest today is uh, Howard Brock. Hello, guys. And I, as far as that goes, I don't need to be ranked. I'm the world champion. That is very true. <laughs> Will Will said you you and Pat are no longer allowed to be. You can't be ranked for this list. Ah, uh, we don't need to be ranked. We're we're looking at we we've already won our stuff. We're looking at you amateurs now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I it, it, the ranking that he came out with. I read that too. I mean, it was. It was a ranking for the top players that were playing in the Rock Cup, and it's it's a fair assessment. Um, I, I I think it's I, I think he was I think he was spot on pretty much for most of it. Um, I, I I didn't really see anything. I mean, there's still some other good. There's some good players. I mean, I know there, there's a lot of good players there that don't get mentioned sometimes either because they don't get they don't play or they're kind of silent. And, and David's kind of. David's kind of like that. I mean, David's always finishing in the in the tops, but he doesn't win. And I don't know that. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. He, he's won. I think he won what one Super Q. Yeah. So so the so to me to me sometimes when I'm looking at top players, it's not the guy that's winning all the time. It's the guy that's finishing well all the time. Because that guy that finishes well all the time can pop off at any given moment and win. And they're and they're and they're showing that they have the ability to play. And I mean, there's a lot of guys that, that are that I know of like that. I mean, you are one of them, I would say. And Jason, uh, what's Jason's last name? Not Albie, the other Jason. Um, no uh, slight Jason, but but there was somebody I was. I oh no, Jason Jason Allen uh, has pretty much yeah. stopped playing clicks now. I did not know that. But, but he was always that. one of those guys, yeah, yeah. who was just yeah. like one one dice roll, one victory away yeah. from... Marshall yeah. Lawing is another guy. I don't think he's on that list, but I would, but I think he's a top-notch player that could win at any time. Right. Like, uh, this list was structured different, so I, I did not have, like, many problems with it. It's, it's the... It's like the overall rankings every once in a while. I feel like guys who only play one time a year or, like, like they go to one event and they play and they make top four. Then they go to another event and they don't even make the cut. But because they have, like, a big name, they get on this list. And it's like, well, what have they done this year? Sure, they did some stuff last year, but what about now? I feel like if you do an all-time rank, you're always going to have guys, like, just that are going to be there based on just – 
all-time rank. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like there should be a current list each year or something. Yeah, and that's what the rock rankings that we used to have is really based on its current. It's like, what have you done for me lately? Um, you always got the guys that uh, that you never know what they're going to do. I'll give you a good example of, of, of a good trio coming into play that, that, that doesn't really play rock, but they're top-notch players and very capable of winning. Um, they're coming in from Philly. Um, we've got Steve Bo, who's been, uh, I can't remember what Steve's last name is, but he's been, he has been playing for about a, a year, year and a half. And, he, and his partner is Daniel Joins, which I'm sure you know who Daniel Joins is. Yeah. Um, right. One play. of those all time guys. <laughs> That's right. He will be there. He's not on, he's not on the list, but if I, I would put him on any top 20 favorite list to win in any tournament. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for for sure. But like, let's let's use that as an example because me and Dan constantly like are um, kind of opposed on this. Where like Dan's like, so like I'd say the list before Worlds, there were guys who hadn't played since last year's Worlds. So mm-hmm. even though they're solid players, what's what's there to say that they're going to do well? You know, Bill I mean, Isaacson, Junior, right. He always makes every single list, and I understand he does well, but my thing is, I don't know, I just feel like you should try to cater to the people who are actually, like, traveling and doing stuff every year. And I understand people have lives, and they have school, and all that, but it's just me. (laughs) I'm with you, I agree. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think uh, we were talking in our group chat, and it's, you know, I think the, the, the big thing that comes through in the list, regardless of you know who's you know who's in front of who, and in uh, that sort of thing is um, you know all fifteen of those people on the list. You probably know that you're going to have a rough time when you set across from from the table. Just to, yeah. just, right, but yeah. there's literally no room on these lists for anyone else to move into it. Basically, unless you're like PJ, who just like. But, you know, but so, so, like, think about this. You, PJ, and Matt have made it onto this list, right? An extended list. It's not just top ten. And y'all been busting your ass for two or three years straight now to finally get past guys who are just on that list just because of who they are, regardless of how they perform. There are some guys who can come out there and bomb three competitions in a row, but if they make top eight at Worlds, then it's like, oh, he still got it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, you should, uh, uh, yeah. No, I'm with you. I, uh, that's the only reason I made the list was just from busting ass so much. Is what, right. Is what it said, so. And kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, the people, the people that play rock get more exposure, there's no doubt. I mean, and so people, they become kind of a household name, but there's a lot of people that don't play rock. I guess is what we're saying that are just as good and if you go, if you want to put odds on favorite, um, I, I, th- I think it's two different things. I think that if you went and you, if I was Vegas and I wanted to put odds in the tournament, I'm not sure that that top 20 list would be my top 20 because there's too many people that don't play rock that could easily be on that top 20 list. Uh, Daniel Jones is a good example of that. Um, so I, I think you look at it that way. But now if you wanted to rank rock players, then yeah, not only that, not only should some of those players not 
uh, not only would those players not be there, but I think some of the favorites that, that Will came up with wouldn't be on there either because they're not. They haven't played. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So, um, if, uh, if, so that, uh, so Thomas uh, can't, Camacho, Camacho. Yeah. Um, so he's got a two-part question that just right, right in with what we want to ask. Um, sure. Uh, so first one, I want to ask the second part of the question first. So if you had to bet in Vegas, um, you know I will have I will pin you down to one answer because I don't think that that's fair. If you had a spread of say three, um, who do you think is uh, your top three power list? Well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna this is I'm, I'm gonna say this and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this I think unbiased because if I was betting I would bet on my son and I would bet on my son not just because I, I'm not betting on my son because he's he's my he's my son I'm telling you that if you look at his record and you look at how close he's come and the stuff that he's won and how consistent he is that he's the smart bet. Um. That, I mean, I, I don't think that anybody can disagree with that. He's just a smart bet. Um, outside of that, uh, who do I think that are that are that I would pick as possibly winning the cup? Um, I think Kenny is one of my favorite. Kenny Pena is one of my favorite players. I think that he that he's very capable of winning the cup. I think that I don't know how much he's played, um, but I know he knows the game. And I've watched him play, and I think he's—I think he's there. Um, I love PJ, but I can't say that I would—that I would say he was top three. I love you too, Dan, but I don't know that I would put you in the top three. Um, I, certainly in the top ten, but I don't know about the top three if I was betting. Um, Kenny, 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 um, my son. Uh, who would be the other one? Hell, man! I, I just I have to go with I have to go with George. George just can win the damn thing anytime. <laughs> All right, fair enough. No, I, those are solid choices. I want to do my damnedest to make you lose your money, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I knew you would. I mean, it's no slight against you guys. Um, I mean, again, if I if, if you would if I had to pick ten players, Dan, I'd put you in there. If I and I would put. Uh, I would definitely put PJ in there too, uh, but if I had to just pick three, those would be my three. I'm about the opposite. I, I'd go Easton, PJ, Dan. Like if you put a gun to my head, I, I would feel safe putting my life in their hands. <laughs> well, the thing that I would that I would debate with you about that is that you're looking slowly. Uh, you're looking at rock, and I'm looking at. And I don't know how much exposure you've had to those other two people, meaning Kenny and meaning George. I've had exposure to those two guys. I've had exposure to George for eight to ten years. I've had exposure to Kenny probably for the last five. And and it's just for my it's just for me playing those guys or watching those guys play or seeing the consistency that they're there. That's why I choose them. No, no, I get it. I think Dan, did you beat Kenny last year? <laughs> um, so, so I think in regards to your top, your top three, my personal record is I'm one and zero against Kenny, 
Um, I'm 0-1 against George, thanks to, thanks to a shape change roll. And I think I'm like 1-2 against Easton. <coughs> so statistically speaking, the, the, the top three I do have a losing record against. Hmm. I still think Easton's the, the number one safe bet for most people. <laughs> well, I think it is. And I mean, uh, the problem... This is going to be rough to say, okay? Easton's my favorite, but if I had, and, 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 I'm, and again, he's my son, so obviously I'd like to see him win. But if I was again in Vegas and I had a choice of either betting on Easton to win or if I had to bet on Easton, Easton not to win, which means I would be betting on the entire rest of the field, I would take the field um, because there's so much that goes into winning the damn thing. I mean, um, he could play his best and lose because you have there's dice, <laughs> there's there's other players, and you never there, there may be somebody that comes up with something that that's practically unbeatable that nobody ever accounted for. Um, I've seen that occur before, and it, so it, it's you can't really there's too many variables. There, there's way 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 too many variables. So. Here's the second part of the question. If you got to play, would you put any money on yourself? Not right now. Um, and that, that, that's, that's a... If, if I... I think I could win it if I was prepared for it. I am not prepared. I have not been playing clicks. I haven't had time to think about playing clicks. I haven't even played the first Thor piece yet. I haven't even hardly looked at the set. I mean, obviously, I've been looking at, at um, I, I've been looking at, we, we, we've been selling uh, out of our store the Thor pieces, and I've been looking at the numbers, but as far as physically looking at the pieces, guys, I haven't had time. Yeah. <laughs> I just really, I haven't had time. I, I wanted to come to the regional. I didn't have, I didn't even have time. I haven't even get to, I have yet to play under the new rules. <laughs> well... New rules are uh, exciting, terrifying, all at the same time. Well, there's some weird things that the rules are doing that we didn't even see when we were beginning to talk to them about it. I mean, I don't think anybody ever thought that you that a, that a figure was going to be able to TK himself. And I don't really have a problem with a figure TKing himself. If you think about it, isn't that what many of them do anyways? They, I mean... It, Magneto it basically is TKing himself somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, that's how he flies, basically, right? Yeah. So I yep. mean, I, I don't have a problem with that. I I don't know. I don't know that TK shouldn't require breakaway though. I, I that might be my problem with it. I mean, if I can just TK something and I'm tied up, I mean, I get. I don't know. I guess I guess if you look at it, if um, you can TK a, a figure that is that is adjacent to somebody if you have all the line of sights and they don't have to roll a breakaway. But when you TK yourself, I guess that's the I, same thing. I, I agree with you. I feel that would be actually uh, pretty smart. Because, like, let's say you and me are right in front of each other and I'm throwing punches at you. Do you have the yeah. mental capacity to both dodge my attacks and move yourself with your mind? So Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so if I was to look at, if I was to think comic accuracy with that, um, I would say that maybe plasticity would have something to do with that. So, like, 
I would say that yes, most TK users in the comic universe are would, pretty smart. Would be able to like blast themselves away, right? <clears throat> like even if it's sort of blindly blast themselves away. Now it's hard to like uh, uh, accurately portray blind blasting yourself away. In Roll D six, knock yeah. yourself back. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but like if uh, if you're if you're tied up in Anaconda's, you know, uh, snakes. Or I guess Anaconda might be a snake, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Like, if Anaconda has you plasticityed up in her snakes, or his snakes, um, yeah, you might have, yeah, you may not be able to move or break away at all, or be placed. <laughs> yeah, no matter yeah, mind, like mind movement's going to get you out. Wrapped on the <laughs> right, you ain't mind moving yourself out of that. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, so that, uh, that answers uh, Malcolm's question. Sorry, buddy, uh, Howard is too, too busy. To think of the rules changes. Uh, now, if I if I yeah, if if uh, I would have oh, I can answer that. I can. I mean, I uh, I can answer the. I, I've read them. I just say I haven't played them. Well, that's uh, what I mean. Yeah, I, I, he I, asked. Uh, now that you've had some time to test and play with them, say that again. But you kind of broke up on. Oh me. yeah. He, so welcome. Just wants to know what you think of the rules changes since you've had time to uh, test and play with them, and what do you think is the well, best best rule change and and the worst one. Um, listening to people talk and reviewing the rules on my own. Um, overall, I think the rules are good, and people can say what they want, but it's just a matter. The people, a lot of people, don't like change. They get used to doing things a certain way, and whether the change is good or not, they're gonna they're gonna be they're they're gonna be they're going to be uh, disgruntled about it. Sure. Um, but what rule changes do is it, uh, what any change does, and I mean, I've been through a lot of changes. I mean, we go all the way back to the beginning. People don't, people act like this is, oh my God, how they do it. How, they've been doing it. They've been doing it since the very beginning. I mean, rules have always changed. Um, this is a pretty massive one uh, all at one time. It's probably the biggest makeover I've ever seen Overall of clicks, but there's been rule changes from the beginning. I mean, guys, we used to could we used to a flyer could used to carry a flyer and that and whatever you carried could then do an attack, um, which we can still do a little bit of that. But every figure used to could do that. Uh, fire Lord could carry Fire Lord and then Fire Lord attack. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so there's 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 lots the rules are are made to balance the game. And to fix things and to and to, and to go in a direction that makes sense. And even though I miss some things um, that we used to could do, um, I overall like them. The biggest surprise, I mean, I, I would I, the thing I like the best, I guess, if to answer his question is, I like the new outwit. I think it, it, it's still now a lot of people are. A lot of people are like uh, they think that 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 has solved a lot of problems in the game. Like with Jakeem, it neutered him. It didn't solve it um, because. But it, to me, it's taking the game back to where it used to be when I first began, where Outwit was important and Outwit was used a lot more, and uh, they took Outwit out of the game more or less. And the and the, what became big in the game was the do not 
cannot use powers like Nick, um, those became really, really those became used like the outwit originally was. Outwit is super duper important. Yeah, um, yeah. Outwit hasn't been terribly revel- relevant since summer of 2014 or so. Yeah, so I, I'd say Outwit. I'm glad to see what happened with that. I think that that's important in the game. Um, it's not overwhelming to players. Uh, it might be to new players because they were used to not being outwitted or stuff like that. But I played in. I played the game way before, and you had the defense Outwit, meaning that. Um, you had to position and do things to prevent the outwit from doing things to you, and 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 then you, if you had an outwit, you were trying to do the opposite. You were trying to position your outwit to to work um, work in your favor. So outwit, the biggest thing, biggest disappointment that I that I don't like, although I get it, is probably um, probability control because. Even though, uh, even though it's not it's not devastating, but I just liked the way Prob was. I liked that you could make a team of probability if you wanted to to help you win a game, and and probability, although still important, it's not. Um, it, it certainly doesn't do what it once did. I mean, if you had three or four probs, that that drastically increased your chance of of uh, of getting the role that you needed or. Or the, your opponent not getting the role, so you could build your team to uh, to do that. So that was those are my two things I hate the most and and love the most. Yeah, no, I agree. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, man, sounds good. I uh, I really like mind control now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's one of the ones I've been harping on for a while. Yeah, um, mind control is a big one, um, and um, it seems like um, even region, uh, you know, region is more relevant, you know, because you're going to get that guaranteed heal of one. Right, and um, the other one, as we saw at our regional, mastermind is huge right now, so... Yes, Mastermind is huge, and uh, it was, and Stealth. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and and that kind of goes back to well, those are all things though that are, um, several of those things are all things revolving around the reaction to Outwit becoming more powerful. Right, you can't, you couldn't Outwit Jakeem's Invincible. Well, now Jakeem has in. Impervious and Mastermind, uh, right? And Shape Change. So there, there's things that you can outwit, but it goes back to uh, what we said before: is that you can't outwit the whole PAC, right? So that, that that's part of the 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 not solving of Jakeem, but uh, the neutering of Jakeem. Definitely, well, it's, not, it's not just that, but a, a player to player. A lot of you know, I was talking about positioning. If I'm playing you and I know you have an outwit, and I've got Jakeem, and even though I know you can outwit Jakeem, I'm going to try to position myself to where you can't. And it, it means the game is played a little bit more positioning-wise. I may not I may not run all the way across the board 
make an attack knowing you can't do anything about it. I right. slowly go up, I move another figure in front of my figure to keep you from doing outwit. It just it changes the game. It changes the game, but I think good players adapt to that, and it, that's what we used to do. That, that, which is my point is that yeah, outwit stronger, but it used to be stronger. It's just going back to where it was, yeah, and maybe even a little bit better. But it's it's pretty close. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Um, my uh, my practice for Rock Cup has shown so far is that positioning is key. It's it's oh my god it's so like it's almost the it's a shift it's an addition right because i came in in 2014 right so i i would be newer right in in your comparison with outwit right um and um it's it's a positioning game it's protecting your crucial pieces it's protecting your outwitter right if you only have a couple of sources of outwit, it's it's protecting that outwit and then moving that outwit up whenever you're ready to do something. Um, so I think I got one last one on that one is uh, objects not being hindering for movement is a big one. Okay. Um, flash is no longer uh, uh, hindered by a garbage can lid. I agree. So he's still hampered by printed bush on the map but you can't you can't block a doorway with a uh, with a garbage can lid so that that's a good one for me um i mean bush can hinder a lot of things <laughs> you know that can go so many different ways dave i think you knew that when you said it yeah yeah that's kind of, that's kind of why i said it yeah i'm with you <laughs> Um, so let's, um, let's, uh, I mean, Howard, I know, uh, so Chris Motherman's question is, um, uh, he asks about, um, have y'all ever considered about allowing characters larger than a peanut base in the limited format? Um, I guess my question to be, would be to ask that a little more completely would be, um, is there any format changes expected after Rock Cup? Or is that, uh something to be announced or should we just wait until rock up to uh get the full announcement on any format changes um there have okay um to answer that the answer directly of what he said and not and i'll answer you is that yes we <laughs> it was uh we did that from the get-go it was the reason that um it was it we the reason that we took it out was team basis more than anything but you also got to understand uh, team basis and 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 not and not just the little not the colossal figures but we were thinking about galactus and everything else back in at, at, at one time um not just not just the, the colossals and stuff that we got out right now um that is something that we probably ought to look at again um and see if that's something that we want to add in. I, I, the answer is is that we haven't looked at it, and I would have to think. I'd have to look at it. I mean, we haven't looked at the current meta and what that would do, and I'd have to go back and look at it again to see if that's something that we would want to add in there. Uh, no, we have not just had the discussion on changing format for next year. Um, 
I've been extremely busy and just really haven't had a chance to follow through. So right now, um, there's no plans unchanged, but I will say that we will discuss that at the Rock Cup because the people that need to discuss will be there, and that change is something that might occur. Um, I also say that if, if I'm leaning towards anything, it would be to go away from Rock Limited, possibly to the Rock Age. Yeah, so... Um, Seems like that one's pretty popular. Yeah, we... So I, I definitely... Um, I definitely personally... Man, you're breaking up a little bit on me. Oh, yeah, no, you, you're telling... I think it's on your end there, Howard. Uh, if you can get closer to your Wi-Fi. You maybe. sound like Steve Hawkins to me, right? Yeah, if you can hey, move... Man, you sound like Steve Hawkins when you're talking. Can you hear me okay, Dave? You still there? Yeah, it's, I think it's just a monotone of Dan's voice. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It must be me. Yeah, if you could move, if you want to move closer to your Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm trying to move to get it better. Is that better? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll stay here. Yeah. So personally, you know, I love the limited format. Um, I also love the Rock Age um, in general. Um, you know, it, it drives the. Uh, you know, allows you to use pieces that you've collected, right? So as, as soon as just because a piece retires officially doesn't mean that you can't ever use it again. Um, so, you know, I think uh, I think uh, Patrick's Rock, you know, uh, USA Cup Rock Age with Tactics was uh, was extremely successful, um, given he had what thirty six. Uh, hey, I got a question. Yeah, I got a. Okay. That Rock Age was extremely successful. I agree, and it sounds like it was a lot of fun. But there was one key factor, and he had a ban list. Oh, yeah, I think you have to have the ban list. It, the the ban list... I, I agree. Yeah, the ban... And specifically the ban list in Tactics. Um, you know, I think the Friday Super Qualifier will tell us whether or not a ban list is necessary and limited. Um mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, the the tactics is what moves things over the top, right? Um, you know, you take... Um, I, I'm just going to use one of Dave's favorite pieces, like Phantom Girl, right? You know, I'm not saying she needs to be on a ban list, but it's really in tactics where she shines, right? Um, right, exactly. She's not fantastic and limited unless you want to destroy somebody's object they're holding or... And she doesn't turn off special special uh, objects. She only turns off relics and stuff. So, right, right. So, so you're not going to try to incap people to death with that ten attack, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think so. I think we'll find out a lot on the limited. I, I, I do love limited, um, and especially the four hundred points. Um, you know that that's one of. Dave and I still favorite formats um, to play. Um, you know, more more pieces, more um, more ability to play things that you normally don't get to play. So, if, right. if limited stays around, I I am very much against uh, colossals and limited. <laughs> yeah, 
Yo, I like, am. I like the Colossal Retaliators, but I, I not unlimited. There's just not enough things to really counter them. They, they'd run rampant there. Well, let me ask you this. What if, what if it was changed to allow only Retaliators? No. To, to allow only that Colossals on the Retaliation dial? Mm-hmm. See that that would um, is what I would be against. I would not be against someone playing a full dialed um, colossal, like you know, uh, a one hundred point atom or something like that. And if they get hit down to their colossal retail, they get hit down to it with their stop click. But I think I would be very much against it because, like, if I just take the office and we play limited, I mean, <laughs> there's there's no calling out a Chase Hawkeye to take care of uh, a bunch of Colossals on the map, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I would... Yeah, I would agree with David. I'd almost want the opposite to be true. No Colossal Retaliation click and then the big click. Uh, The big clicks are fine. Uh, Yeah, like a 75-point Brimstone isn't scary, but uh, four 20-point Brimstones for the same point uh, (laughs) value-ish? Yeah, that's a little frightening. Yeah, that's frightening. Plus, imagine how much of a pain in the ass Solaris would be in limited. Mm. 12 attack, 19 defense, tokens up your team, outwits people. He's Quintessen, he's got 10 range. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Yeah, just something to think I about. There's something we got to look at. No, I agree. I, I, do, I do like change. Um, and what I and dislike the rules. I'm not one of those guys that discourage change i think in change is good so not too much change i don't like just to totally wipe everything out but i I would like to see let's do something a little bit different tweak a little bit and and the reason i think that change is good is it makes it not boring and it it creates excitement and that's what i'd be for yeah no i agree with that um no, I, I, I would agree. Right. I mean, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. On, uh, on Realms, um, I guess I'm sure you guys read Realms when we post the articles there and you watch the responses from players. And um, it, 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 some of it's amusing to me because pretty much if you don't have a totally original team, you get bashed by the same people every week uh, <laughs> or every time that so, same people talking about all oh, boring whatever and um, but most of those people aren't playing either which is, is kind of amusing but um, right. and I and I get that and a lot of, but those players that I'm I'm talking about and I won't name any names they actually applauded the um, the rock age. And I think they'd even take it a step further. I think there's there's a there's a smattering of players that would just rather everything be a playable. Yeah, and, um, they that would deuce a variety, a, a, a larger variety of teams and team building, and so so on and so forth. And uh, what do you that guys think about? Is is that true, or is that actually would we come back to the same situation ultimately? 
if everything was playable, that there would be something better than everything else, and that we would still have get in a situation where the game would still be what they would call boring and not original. So I think Superman, it goes back to Superman, right? The the Rock Age does. And mm-hmm. they're, especially with the ban list, right? Um, and maybe that ban list is uh, fluid. It's reviewed every quarter. It's reviewed, you know, whenever it wins something, whenever it top four something. Um, no, I think that there is just way too many... Um, way too many figures available for something to just really to really be overpowered right if I look you know we we talked about um, uh, the Rock USA Cup on here a little bit and some of the top 8 results Um, the it goes back to uh, resources make more things viable And, and the Rock Age is where all the resources are at well another thing is you're still gonna have staples you know, there's still going to be people who play Jakeem because he's a solid piece. You know what I mean? Even though he was banned at that one event. But I'm saying if you, depending on your list, there's there's still going to be things that people go to, right? They're still going to go back to the old staple that was really formative back in its day and, and maybe is still really good today. And, and people are still going to say, oh, well, this guy played whatever. That's boring. You know, five people made top eight with it last competition. The, things are still going to be good. <laughs> I mean, but there's I, I see a lot more variety. Like, who thought Mauser Swarms was going to yeah. do well? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. And, uh, like, um, like, Brandon Cruz's team with, like, Airstrike Ross. I mean, that was probably a little bit before my time, but did Airstrike Ross even do anything big in his day? Not really. Right. I mean, he was cool, but, you know. But, I mean, the the main thing is people are going to complain no matter what. Yep. And, and they, they don't realize. So, like, and I know Howard knows, um, like, me, PJ, and Easton, we, you know, PJ came from Indiana, picked me up. Then we picked up Easton and we went down to Florida. And then a month later, Easton came up from Alabama, picked me up. Then we picked up PJ and we went to Michigan. Like, and I'm sorry, I'm not traveling all that way and doing all that to play a original team for everybody on the realms to be happy with. If I'm driving 12 hours, I'm going to play something that's good. <laughs> you know, I mean, that way I didn't waste a trip. Well, I would say, I would say this. I think we all want to play an original team. I think that we all try to build an original team. But when we can't build an original team that stacks up, we're going to play what's best. Right, exactly. I mean, I'm sure everybody out there looks for that original team that's going to be like, wow, that is amazing. I can't believe you played that or whatever. But the th- <laughs> unless it can beat Jakeem and all that, then, like, why are you going to play and get your butt kicked? Why are you going to waste your time and money? Well, I've been known to play a few original teams, and I enjoy it. And when I can, I build them. But I would never have played those teams if I didn't think that they could win. Um, I've had, uh, I mean, we can go all the way back to the High Father team. I can go even further back to that. I actually, guys, used to have a Swamp Thing team that won um, way, 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 way back. I, I, I had a, 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 a Doctor Strange Batman team that nobody could figure out. Um, so there's always something. Um, 
I like building original games, and I and that's what I try to do. But sometimes, damn it, you just can't. They just they don't work. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm with you. So that's a perfect segue into the next question from uh, Drew Roin. Is uh, uh, what's your favorite modern piece, and uh, what piece do you think that uh, truly encapsula- encapsulates the character it represents? Well, the, that uh, that's a tough thing for me to to answer because as we were talking i think i as i said before i have yet to play with a thor anything from thor um i have not had time i just have not i've been working probably 16 hour a day and just with things i mean even today I, uh before i got to you guys i've been working since twelve thirty. um on the, on the store, and I know you want to ask me some questions about that, but I've been working on that, and I have not, I have yet to play with the new rules. I've yet to play with uh, uh, any particular figures. Um, if, uh, if I, I know I glanced at some stuff, and I would probably tell you that this new stuff that I like, uh, it's going to be probably a Thor, because Thor is my favorite character. Uh, he always has been. And uh, on the the Marvel side, you know, DC side, I'm Superman. But Thor is is the guy that uh, I I read all the comic books when I was a kid. And and one that that catch my imagination probably more than any of them. So it's going to be a Thor. And and there's probably not not a a Thor that's extremely meta. I mean, uh, what I mean by that is there's probably not a Thor set that is top tier meta but there's, I'm sure there's a good Thor in there that I've glanced at him I like Pat's better Ray Bill I can tell you that I think he's a good figure I like what it does um, I think he's cool um, I like uh, David ought to like better Ray Bill it's like playing in some ways it's like playing uh, the, the battery he, he loved the uh, he loved the old battery that you had to attack with so many, so many oh spots. yeah he's he's so, the first piece I tried to get out of the set so yeah yeah, no, there's, so there's no, um, yeah, you're right, there's really no, like, top-tier Thor piece, especially since the, uh, ID card, um, retired, um, but certainly, uh, Thor is lending his Mjolnir to the meta. Yep, um, that would be And, uh, you know, Eric Masterson, uh, could have a place in the meta, possibly, maybe in limited, um... For uh, for just uh, his 15 points with enhancement, and then uh, he can turn into the chase or the or the uncommon Thor. Mm-hmm. So so those are both uh, good choices. Um, and he's got uh, he's got perplex as a power action too. So we get perplex and enhancement for 15 points. He's not bad. I would try the title character Thor in like a limited game, like I said, with some Green Lanterns and maybe a Night Nurse to heal him. But, I mean, that'd be kind of cool because you could just, like, wall up for a few turns and then after a few turns you could be like, all right, well, all your actions are double power actions now. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with that. Obviously a 400-point game. Yeah, for sure. Um, What what piece have you played with that do you think truly encapsulates the character it represents the best? I guess that's an all-time question. Sure. 
Um, <laughs> this is a, this is a, uh, this is kind of a funny, funny answer. But I would go. I mean, just I, if I sat down and I thought about it, I'd have to go back to a long, long, long list, just on the top of my head. Um, hot Captain America. Is that Smoky Feet Cap? That would be he. Cool. I uh, I always felt that the Superman set, 001 All-Star Superman, kind of encapsulated that specific story Superman pretty well. Man, you guys are talking about stuff that uh, was before my time. Well, I mean, like, how many Supermans have outwit? You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. The reason I like the the reason I named the Captain American, like I said, I'd have to really sit here and think about it um, long and hard because there's there's so many that's that's a long list, but he it, it's a figure I played a lot, and and when you when <coughs> I go back to the comic books and I know Captain America is a charging type guy, but what I always remember him is running um, and throwing the shield and the shield bouncing all over the damn place and hitting people and he never missed with his shield he always hit somebody and yeah i mean literally i, I remember reading the comic books and he throws the shield and it, most of the time he hit three or four people right so the fact the fact that he had eight range he could throw the shield and it hit people and he had a good defense and even and we and i always liked that and he had leadership his dial wasn't too strong um too long i mean and uh, i guess to me, just on the top of my head, that's who I, I first think of. But there's there's others. There's also this is a sad statement. There's some characters that I would say fit exactly what they're supposed to do, but are are bad for the game. And for Faust, I mean, look at Faust. I think Faust, comic book wise, the guy that created him created Faust because of what he does in the comic books and he does exactly that right but it's bad for the game yeah yeah i think if i had to answer the question it would probably be faust um i just uh, actually just watched uh one of the justice league cartoons and uh, uh faust um uh made a erased all of their memories mm-hmm. and um then on top of that he uh he locked them in place uh during their fight and i was like yeah I uh, I know that feeling. That, that's exactly how Faust felt in in the uh, in Heroclix. And you think about you know like well he just does magic and stuff. Well, magic's pretty powerful in the comic books. In fact, I think most people would say the most. A lot of people would say the most powerful. Their instant response to who's the most powerful character, they would say Superman. That's not necessarily true, but that's the first thought that every that everybody first especially the general public thinks about well what's he vulnerable to he's vulnerable to kryptonite and magic yeah yeah really the um the 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 question everybody should ask that is really it's really who is the most evil at the moment in the comic books because typically they're the most they're the most powerful at least until they figure out how to beat them i think some of the lokis could also be saying could be comic accurate too in the way some of them play Mm mm-hmm yeah, the new illusion Loki. You would mm-hmm. uh, you'd really like that guy. Um, 
let's keep moving here. Uh, and, and the all important question of today: uh, Do you think you could beat uh, Mr. Chomps, our wrestling alligator, in, a, in an eating contest? Well, maybe not right now, but about ten minutes ago, I could because I was eating while we while we've been, we've been talking. <laughs> it was the first time I've had the chance to eat all day long. So, if he and I would have uh, been eating about 15, 20 minutes ago, yeah, I whooped his ass. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, so let's, uh, let's keep moving on. Um, Lucas, uh, Lucas Van Hollen just has a simple question for us. Uh, Jakeem or Unimind? Jakeem. Um, I think that's going to be interesting, though. I, uh, I think I would go with, uh, I think I would go with Unimine at this point. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, I it, it, it's all about what you pair with them, right? Yep. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big difference of what the rest is on the team. So, you know, uh. It's rough, you know. I thought about uh, in prepping for Rock Cup, lots of other options, right? Um, and you know, you look at the other top eights. Um, the the Big Bang top eight, you know, was Jakeem or Uni Mine for seven people, uh, seven of the eight, and then there was one Odin the Destroyer, um, and then the the Canada Cup, you know, was won by Jakeem, but there was a lot of Pog teams. Uh, and I had to wonder if uh, Canada just uh, didn't have all the uni mines and Jakeems at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think your top eight at Rock Cup will be 50-50 at the moment. Between um, those two? Yeah. Are you guys, I mean, we, um, I don't know. I, I, I know when I... I told you before, I always, and I think we, I think every player always tries to come up with something original. Yeah. And when we're thinking about original, we're, we're doing different pairings and then we, we shug off ideas because we, when, when I come up with an idea, I look at the other figures and like, nah, that won't work. Uh, or, you know, you go into the, all these ifs, you know that they won't stand up. But there is somebody out there that's going to be playing something original that none of us, despite how much we think about this damn game, thought of. Right. Are you expecting somebody to play something that none of us thought of and it finish in the top eight? I mean, maybe if... If you had to pin me down, I would say no. I would say no at this point because it comes down to your right if, if if I just look at that I'm going to exclude myself and just say the top 10 of Will's list um, that we were talking about earlier is are they going to try something crazy or are they going to try something that gets them into the top 8 at, at this level of event this early into the meta I would say that most likely they're going to try to uh, to place well and get into the top eight, which which means Jakeem or Unimind as a safe bet. 
All right. Out of those players, since we since you brought that up, which one of those players do you think is the most likely to play something that isn't the standard play right now? Uh, PJ. I actually would say George, and I'm based that on the past. Yeah. Um, um, I would say, you know, if I look at recent history, I mean, George placed well at Nationals with um, with uh, Lex Luthor in 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but before that, folks were placing well with Lex with the orange battery. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lex was new to that meta, but it wasn't completely out of the ordinary... Um, at the time, uh, you know, he played Jakeem at Worlds, so that was the safe bet. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's played much since Worlds, um, but uh, no, I mean, I, I, if I had to bet money, I would say PJ, um, and, and probably not George, just due to recent inactivity. To uh, to quote to quote Will there. He usually comes out of the. He usually comes out of these long, um, long periods. Usually with something fresh. So I don't know. The yeah. question is: Is there anything fresh? <laughs> I think more than anything is: Is there something out there that's fresh? Yeah, I uh, I would agree with that. Um, it's a it, it's a tough it's a tough thing. You know, do you spend all year? And do you hinge your whole year's worth of work on something like that? You know, it's a, it's rough. It's a, it's a tough decision. I agree. So, um, uh, David Colin writes in and asks, uh, "What do we think about the fifteen point Batman Pog?" The you, new one. Have you seen the that eight? one? Yeah, the eight. The eight one. Um, I heard people talking about it. I think it's cool. I don't think it's as strong as some of the other pogs that we've been seeing. Um, I, I uh, the um, from the other colossal kits. I think that the um, the hypersonic speed um, pogs that we had, and um, I think those are more powerful. But I think the Batman pog is. I think it's good. I just I just like the other ones better. Yeah, the. Uh... <clears throat> The eight, the Superman and the Flash are both really good offensively. Um, mm-hmm. The the Green Lanterns, I think the Green Lantern is probably the weakest one. Um, the and, but the Batman one, man, he's a uh, he is pretty good though. He's, I'm not saying he. I just like the other ones. Yeah, he's uh, if he had the um, if he had stealth. I think uh, I think he might be just a teeny bit better, but that'd probably be over the over the top for fifteen points. Um, you know he he probably eclipses the Marvel ones for sure. The Marvel ones are a little bit weak in general. I yeah, think. what what were they? They had a we had a Spider Man, right? The Spider Man's got hypersonic. He's good, yeah. but he only has two damage. Uh, the Punisher is really good with his. Uh, uh, RCE and eleven attack, yeah, uh, and then Moon Knight is not terribly great at all. Uh, I like the Spider out of those. Yeah, the Spider Man had super sensitive too, and, yeah, and the, a decent defense. And the Daredevil just has in cap and no range. 
Yeah, I don't like him. Right. I like the Spider-Man best out of all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. So, um, next question comes from my favorite person in the world, uh, Sam Powell. Um, do we know what uh, set will be played for team? Yes. You didn't ask me which. <laughs> can you can you tell us which? <laughs> yeah, I can. Um, it's going to be Thor. It's it's the mighty Thor, and and um, that wasn't planned. Um, we wanted Harley, and Wiz Kids did us a big favor. Our that's being that's pure sarcasm, and moved it to November. Um, because our plans were to be Harley for two different reasons. Um, one is that we would have been in, basically introducing a new set at the time the cut was going off, which would have made which would have been fun, fun for battle royals, fun for people trying to get collect, fun to play because nobody people would have known less about the set, more or less. Yeah. So that would have, that would have been a good thing. Um, secondly, because it has created a a, a a problem that we've solved, but it did create a problem because we had to order more product than we would have normally had to order because of super boosters. And um, we resolved that problem, but uh, that did that that would we would have preferred Harley. So it's Thor. Um, it'd be fun, but that's what we're playing with. Yeah. Cool. So uh, is, uh, uh, we should all just get a Colossal Retaliator on our SEAL teams then? And I can just play one Carnage and uh, all of the Serpent Pogs that I want? Well, there won't be any... I'm, I'm there won't kidding. be any super... Yeah, there won't I'm be kidding. any super... We're pulling those. That would have been crazy. I would have totally played a team of just one big Carnage and a crap ton of Pogs and just be like, plasticity for days. Well, honestly, <laughs> honestly, it occurred to us, but there, I just don't think it works. I mean, you're playing... Yeah, I mean... I would have gave... I mean, the, the, the problem is... Is there, there wouldn't have been enough super boosters to be. I don't know. There might have been because we could have pulled them out of other cases for, that were in battle royals. But how would you would you would you have been cool with getting two boosters? I mean, four super four boosters and one super booster, and told to build three teams. Mm-mm. Yeah, that'd been rough. What if you get Groot? God, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, don't be hating on Groot now. He is garbage. Oh, come on. I'm totally going to sell my Groot. Well, now, but here's the thing. What if you got a Flora Colossal? Yes. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> I am the proud owner of six Flora Colossals. Wow. That's a lot of trees. Yeah. You know, I, I live in a subdivision, and I got one little tree in my front yard and one little tree in my backyard, so I needed some more shrubbery. You did. <laughs> Just gonna put them out there, water them every day. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're he, they heal up. I, every time I walk by them, I roll dice and see if they heal. <laughs> he pulls them out of the ground, clicks them, puts them back in. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> see so, y'all whenever I get back from work. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, let's talk about the let's talk about some of the other fun stuff at the Rock Cup. Um. Uh. So. Uh, Thursday is kind of the unofficial kickoff. It's the welcome event with uh, the uh, Critical Clicks uh, Team Championship 
using uh, old boosters um, and um, so it's a combination drinking event and uh, a hero clicks event um, so sadly your click stuff crew won't be there in time uh, that evening I Dave, will be Dave will be but <laughs> Jason and I won't be uh, and the rest of the team so um, I think you need to get Howard back I think yeah, he dropped yeah Howard dropped I'm yeah. actually teaming with Easton and Howard on Thursday uh oh well we can go back to the uh, to the drinking championship I'm trying to get Howard back in so yeah so so Dave uh, here's the real question we're waiting to get Howard back then just so we okay. just so we fill the whole episode up here how's your practice coming along for Rock Cup what practice? Are you going to practice with me next weekend? Uh, maybe. Hopefully. I uh, I got to work Sunday or uh, Saturday. Uh, I think we're only working eight though, so I'll be back in town. Um, yeah, I'll try to get some practice in. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Maybe we can meet up somewhere in the middle. Um, okay. Possibly. Let's we'll talk about that this week. Yes, most definitely. Uh, the team that I'm playing, I, I can get hold of, but I'm not like suit like I'm confident in it. But I'm not like I don't know if it could win the whole thing, but it could definitely make cut, I believe. Yeah. Um, From there, it's just matchups. Yeah, my uh, my big thing out of all my testing that I've come up with is uh, is Shield Hulk is Bay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Uh, another thing that I was thinking, Dan, was uh, I believe somebody asked, and I missed that part, but um, I believe somebody asked Jakeem or Unimind. And in my head, I was thinking, well, if you're running the the teleporter, I feel like Unimind kind of limits its possibilities. Because he has to have his own sideboard. Yeah, so, yeah, teleporter and Unimind's rough. You just have to be extremely confident in your... Uh... In your choices, on could get a, nine sideline figs, right? Yeah, and are three of them are Eternals? Yeah, I mean three of them. You could possibly bump that down to two, and just uh, but you got to have at least two. Two. I um, would definitely have three, man, just for the pop outs. Yeah, the pop outs where it's at for sure. Um, so I mean, you're looking at you only get one character per ID. There's no options. Yeah, no options at all, and the fact so if, that you, the fact that you can't uh, duplicate IDs on the teleporter uh, is, <clears throat> is is rough as well. Right. So, so I almost feel like if you if you're playing the teleporter with Unimine, you're not really getting the teleporter's strengths. The teleporter's strengths is its versatility and the people that it can call out. Yeah. Like so. you can pick a guy. Well, you know, for like um. There's like a guy for every situation, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm better suited for these foes. Uh, well, no, I just mean no, like, I, so I like, know what oh, you mean. this guy's got a swarm. Let's call out Hawkeye. Oh, this guy's got a, a big one, big guy. Let's call out uh, freaking uh, Nick. This guy's got a bunch of barrier. Let's call out uh, um, Shield Hulk. You know what I mean? So like that that option is down to to one guy. You can pick one guy for that level seven. Like, do I go LE Green Arrow, or do I go Chase Green Arrow? Well, you only get one Green Arrow, so you got to pick the right one. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so as much as, like, uh, Shield Hulk is Bay, 
if you have Shield Hulk as Bay, that means Nick Fury's not your Bay. And neither is uh, Hawkeye. So right, yeah, no Hawkeye Bay. I almost feel like those two those two game elements almost take away each other's strengths because the strengths with um, Unimind is whenever if he does pop, three guys come out and wreck you. Um, if you limit that by putting more people on the teleporter, you're potentially, I mean, if, what if you needed all three whenever you get popped? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then Unimind takes away from the teleporter's versatility and calling out different characters from the same ID under different conditions. So they really just, they don't help each other maximize potential but I mean they're still good right they're still really good yeah but just like with a lot of stuff we've seen we've literally seen a like a 5-6 card teleporter with an entirely full sideline dedicated to just the teleporter right so yeah with most of those being you know shield level 7 and and green arrow right right and And even spider-mans yeah for sure multiple spider-mans so, like, what if you play that barrier team and you had to choose between Cosmic and Superior and you went Superior? Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. What if you uh, What if you chose to do that and you didn't choose Cosmic and you didn't choose Shield Hulk? Right. Then the barrier team completely wrecks you. Or what if you prepared for a barrier team <laughs> so you chose Shield Hulk and, and Cosmic and there wasn't a prevalent matchup for them in what you were playing. You were playing a, like, maybe Cosmic, but Shield Hulk, you know, he's got a charge, and they're playing a very range-heavy team that's blasting you from far away, you know? Yeah. Yeah, let's say somehow you're playing a D20 Doctor Strange all of a sudden. Right, yeah. <laughs> and that some bitch is rolling yellow every turn. Right, and you can't get to him because you chose freaking different people. Right, exactly. So... Yeah, no, I'm excited. The main thing, uh, I was thinking about it before we recorded. Um, I, I'm just super excited to play. I'm super excited to see everybody. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm super excited um, just, uh, just to hang out with everyone. Right, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think that's probably the best part of the weekend for me is to see everybody. The play, like, last year, um, some of the play was okay. Some of it was a a little stressful. Um, I mean, I I typically don't get stressed out during a game, even if it's close. But, like, just some of the stuff was just a little stressful because it was just, like, these annoying freaking... (laughs) The only teams that really got stressed out were just annoying teams, you know? Just like, ugh, why won't this, like, one freaking White Lantern Martian Manhunter just die? He doesn't have any business being on the map with my project. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I, so. I'm back. Hey, hey! We got you. It's okay. Sorry luckily, about that. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, Dave and I, luckily, Dave and I like to talk, so... Yes. We went into some very in-depth breakdown of Teleporter with um, with Unimind and how they, they don't play to each other's strengths because ah. if you have three sideline characters for Unimind... You literally only get one person for each ID card and can't really customize to your matchup. All right, all right. So back to the back to the Rock Cup schedule. Uh, we we established that uh, Dave Howard and Easton are drinking together. 
um, on uh, on Thursday night, and it just so happens that they're playing Hero Clicks as well. Right, right. Yeah. So my plan is to, time. yeah, my plan is to hopefully get my paycheck around uh, as soon as possible, and then head straight down to Atlanta, which is like a, I think a six-hour drive. I'm gonna look at it while I'm t- explaining the plan. But it's basically get my check and head straight down to Atlanta. And then, um, by that six point, hours. six hours, so you're about two hours from, no, it's three hours six hours, hours, 11 minutes. Yeah. Dave's in, Dave's in Louisville yeah, right. now. Dave's in Louisville yeah, now. So. Yeah. That's what I was, I was, I knew that I was, I was figuring that. Yeah. And um, it starts at what? Eight o'clock? Seven. No, eight. It's yeah, eight. Okay. Okay. So if I can leave by one to two, I can get there. I mean, and you only shave a few minutes off. This is, this is for somebody who's actually driving the speed limit, and that's not going to happen. Um, so provided no catastrophic um, vehicle problems, I should be there in plenty of time to to jump in there, and and then I'll see you guys probably by the time the tournament's over. Yeah, we should be there by midnight or so. Good. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. We get to sleep in. the The super qualifier on Friday doesn't uh, doesn't start till eleven, um, which is uh, I don't know. I think I'm almost more excited about this event than the finals to some degree, um, just from an excited level. Um, just because it's uh, Rock Age or Rock Age Limited, baby. <laughs> well, I, I would say two things there. I think that. I think that playing in that tournament, I think it's because it's different, and also because, I, at least from Dan's point of view, he's qualified, so it's for fun. So right, you get to it, it, there's no pressure. It's 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 just when you when you play without pressure, it's 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 usually more enjoyable. That's why I've been trying to scoop up rock points. I've got like a hundred and like three and I'm trying to get more so I just don't want to here's my thing I have full and complete confidence that I could play into the finals but I want to be able to just kind of enjoy and not really give a crap until Sunday rock and roll's <laughs> hard rocks rock yeah hard. exactly so yeah. so you want to go ahead and explain those for people who don't quite understand them because I know for one Kyle Cooney plans on hard rocking it out yeah he's well, gonna <coughs> that go is- for it Hard rocks, rock and rolls are great, and they're 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 great, more so this year than any other year. Um, we made a change uh, last year. Um, we ran well, and we still are, but we, uh, but we ran all the events were done by the judging staff, by the uh, rock judging staff, which this year's Patrick, and uh, we've got some people, of course, to help him, and he's bringing the, bringing his guy uh, Alex. I don't remember what Alex's last name is. But he's coming in, and they're coming in from California, and they're they're doing the rock, and um, the rock judging. And uh, we've always run the uh, the the rock and rolls, which is about basically a battle royal. But we've always run those when we've been active. The problem is, is we cut down, we we shut down the the, the rock judges, the rock part shuts down at some point. Uh, we have a midnight tournament on Friday night, but we're not running that. It's 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 being run by by a player, um, and it, it's been 
it's been very popular. Last year, I think we had maybe 30 people playing in that thing. Um, and then, uh, <coughs> and then we, but we shut off and we don't have run any more battle laws. We don't run any more rock and rolls. And then dice addictions, dice addictions is, um, is run by Chip Knight and, and Chip, um, he's from Oklahoma and he brings his whole store or most of the store all the way to Atlanta and sets up shop. And he has everything there. He's got some kind of video thing going on Friday night, some kind of video contest. I don't even, he was explaining it to me. I said, that's fine. Do it. You know, anything that, that brings excitement to the cup is, is good for me, but he's got something going on Friday night there. And, um, he's always run the battle Royal battle Royals. And, and he also does a super cube. Uh, and, and midnight on Saturday night, he's always done that um, for, for us. And so, but that's but he takes over. Well, we worked out a deal where Dice Addictions is running all of the battle royals, all of the rock and rolls, and the new thing this year, hard rock rocks. Um, that's good for a couple of reasons. Uh, it puts a separation uh, between the back and the front room to where we're just running the main tournaments. Um, uh, and there's a few side tournaments, but it's all being run up front, and everybody else goes to the back, and they can play their battle royals, and it's, it's less congestion, people not stumbling up over, over each other, and the judges get to focus more on the main tournaments. Um, so that we did it that way, and we, we anticipated working out. But for the players' benefit, what's cool about that is because we handed over all of that to him, that means that he can keep running hard rocks and rock and rolls late into the night and all night if I guess if he had enough players. Nice. So there's no cutoff. Uh, so that makes a big difference. Now what a rock and roll is, as I said, it's just basically a battle royal. It's sealed. Um, it's played like a battle royal and uh, it's timed and the top players get points. And um, we changed the point system a little bit this year. Uh, as I think most people know, we did away with quarterfinals. Uh, we did away with quarterfinals because there was there wasn't that many players that were playing in that event. Most of them had worked their way up to semifinals. Um, so we did away with quarters. And so now you go straight into semis. Uh, you have to have enough points. But that's a higher point level to get to. So it used to be if you won, if you won one rock and roll, that, that was 20 points, uh, tournament points. And that was enough to get you into the, into the quarters. Um, and semifinals is 50 points, so you'd have to have some other points with it if you want to if you want a uh, a uh, rock and roll, and that would get you into the semis. So what we did is we changed that. We don't we don't feel like you should get to the semis just by winning a rock and roll. We think that's a, that's a little that's a little too much. So you've got to win two if you win two rock and rolls or or the combination of points and playing or whatever. If you can win two rock and rolls, you would be in the semifinals. And that's, again, sealed tournaments, um, sealed battle royals. Hard Rocks, on the other hand, is actually a mini tournament. And those are awarded in first place gets 50 points. And But they're eight-man pot, and they're, it's single elimination. So you, you basically, and it's a constructed team at modern age. So you can play, you can bring whatever, you can bring the team that you plan on on, uh, it's, it's very similar to, I mean, it's actually pretty much the same thing that they ran at Worlds. Um, 
I don't know if we copied them or they copied us. I know we announced it last year and then they did it this year, but um, yeah, I don't know if they came up with that idea on their own or they heard that we were doing it and said, let's do that. I like them. I think it's the I think it's the way to go. I like that they do that at World. Um, and so we're doing the same thing. If you win one of those, you're in. Um, you, you're in. If you don't win one of them, you get points. Um, but it's basically a, a, it's an eight man single elimination, three rounds, and those things will be going on. Now, what's cool about that? The, the reason that that's good is because going into Worlds and going into uh, even the Rock Cup. Not everybody qualifies. Not everybody makes it. Not everybody gets to the finals. And there's always somebody that builds a team for Worlds with the hope that they can qualify, but they never actually get to play their team. Um, they just they uh, they don't they never get to play it. Uh, well, because of the Hard Rocks, what's cool about that is you have the opportunity to play that team. And run it that weekend, and if it's that good, you should be able to win a hard rock lit, and then you can play with it again. Um, that's what's neat about it. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that. I dig it. I I look at it as uh, you uh, you just made top eight in a super qualifier. Uh, can you make it through the top eight? Yep. All the all the hard qualifying's over. You you got you got you made the cut. <clears throat> now make it through the cut. Yep. yep, that's what I'm planning on doing possibly Friday. I really want to play the limited event, but we'll see. So see, Dave, and here, here's what I've been telling Dave is, man, he went into this last year with the same conundrum, and <laughs> he applied himself to the Friday Super Qualifier and placed well enough to where the bye got passed down to him. And then within like 30 minutes of the end of the event, he had the rest of the points he needed to get into finals. Yep, that's true. And like I said, worst comes to worst, it's 400 limited for the uh, for the semis, so I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, to, so that to finish out Friday after the super qualifier, there's the uh, murder mystery dinner. Um, yep. Again, we did two. We did two things there with unchanges. One, we the big changes it's on Friday opposed to Saturday, but we uh, we moved it earlier, so people might not be so starving as much when we have our dinner as they have been in years past. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, and then the uh, the midnight event that that's player ran. Um, yep, that uh, that looks like fun. Um, um, yeah, I don't. It's free. It. Yeah, it's free. It's, it's, free. It's, it's free. It's three to four rounds of Swiss. Um, it, I know that a lot of guys had a lot of fun at that. Like you said, like thirty people playing it. Um, yep. I, I think I'm turning into an old man. Uh, I like to be asleep at midnight. Um, that's. I uh, didn't play it last year. I played it the year before, um, and I had a lot of time. I liked the theme the year before. Um, I got to. It was a theme team setting. And uh, what did I run? I ran something that I really liked. I th- want to say it was Asgardians. I like Asgardian teams. Cause it, and it was also Golden Age, so you could run that kind of thing. And I like, uh, I don't remember what the format exactly was. I just know I had Asgardians. And um, anytime I get a chance to play 
something in golden age, I usually always go to Asgardians just because well, I told you I was a Thor guy and my favorite set is Hammer of Thor. So anytime I can get a chance to play that stuff, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think the format's cool. It's 600 golden age. Uh, you get to include the three special objects um, and you get to try to have to go equip your opponent's uh, special objects for extra points. Yep. So, um, so that leads us into Saturday. Uh, Saturday's when the real meat and potatoes start. Uh, Battle Royals, Rock and Rolls, Hard Rocks all start at 9 a.m. Um, yep. And then we uh, we start into uh, team uh, teams. Uh, Sealed, Thor, as we talked about earlier. Um, I think that's, that's all pretty straightforward. I, I think the pricing has changed a little bit this year for uh, teams. Team, so uh, let's uh, talk to us about that, Howard. Yeah, you know, typically we don't we don't put the pricing down for the Rock Cup, um, and that's that's re- the reason that we don't is we'll have a lot of pricing uh, for the for the main event. Uh, we we kind of know what we're giving out for each separate event, but for for like the main event itself. Um, we don't always put the pricing down because it's, the cash is the big draw there, and all the other stuff is just kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's just all extra, um, and it's it's and we don't we don't always know what we're getting up until the very end, and, and uh, because we get a lot of leftovers that we've got, we pull all those out and, and, and uh, empty the empty everything that we that, that's left over from the previous year getting ready for the next year and um, so we, we get up with a lot of additional stuff uh, last year we went into the team event and we had decent prizing but honestly we didn't know what to expect um, we thought I mean I, I would have bet on it I expected a great turnout and it, it actually was better than a great turnout I mean it was a huge tournament and and I and everybody everybody loves that term. Loves playing in teams. I've yet to talk to anybody that plays in teams and says this sucks. They love it. It's it's just it's just it's the funnest event that we'll probably play all weekend. I mean, yeah, um, it it just is. And um, so we didn't we didn't think that we had enough prizing for the team event last year. But the reason we and we did we did they close to adequate pricing, but for the for the size it was and, and for the money that was put out for the players, we didn't feel like it was appropriate, so we we upped it quite a bit this year. Um, we did, to, to accommodate us, we did raise the pricing, the price to get in the tournament, just a little bit, not much, but it's basically five more dollars per player, but we were able to take that money, the whole purpose, we didn't want to make more money, we, we took that five dollars per player and we're putting it into pricing uh, to get more stuff. And then we also were able some of the stuff that we might have filtered over to the main cup this year. We filtered also over into the team event. So anyway, um, we're got, we're cutting to a top eight this year, opposed to a top four. And uh, everybody uh, everybody gets a map. Um, I can't remember if the, I, I'm not in front of it. But I can't remember if when we break the top four. Or when we if we get to top eight, so don't I don't I have to I have to 
I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, it's cut. Um, to t- it's cut to top eight, and that that's after right. uh, that's after the semifinals. Yeah, but I'm talking about the prizing. I oh, okay, gotcha. I, I don't remember where the cutoff is on prizing, but I know that I ordered a hell of a lot of maps, um, and we got maps. It's either for the top eight, for every single person in the top eight, or for the top four. I can't remember which. So we're giving out. I, I feel I feel very strongly it's the top eight, but I'm not sure. I feel like everybody in the top eight gets a map. Okay. Um, which we didn't do that last year. Um, we also have a lot more convention exclusives. Um, we always have op LEs for all of our events, and this is no different. We'll, we'll be giving out op LEs in this event also. Um, but we have a lot more convention exclusives, and it's not just last year's convention exclusives. We've got this year's convention exclusives that will be given out there. I don't remember the breakdown, but the breakdown's good. And um, we also, um, we also, the winning team this year, uh, we're adding in a design to map. Yeah. So, and what we're, what I'm tentatively planning on doing, it's not set in concrete, is I'm going to probably let the, 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 uh, I mean, there's two. I, I think I'm going to let the the team the team winners design the map for states next year. Ooh, that'd be awesome. And then let, then we let the the team that wins the main. I mean, whoever wins the main thing will be for the world championship next year. So I think that that's I think that's the way we're going to go. Yeah, um, I like that a lot. I like that idea. Yeah, I'm I'm good with designing a states map. That'll work. So anyway, we. <laughs> <laughs> We went a lot deeper uh, this year, giving out prizing, and also um, every every team, every team, and I know this for a fact, every team in the top eight will get a booster from Thor. Ooh, I like that. Every, I mean, from one to eight, everybody will get one entire, not booster. Let me back up, brick. Oh, oh, snap! Oh, snap! <laughs> damn, you had me. You had me snagged with a damn booster. Yeah, every every so one, each, one brick per each, team. One brick per team. That's pretty cool. Oh so, man! So we bumped it up. I think that I think everybody be surprised with that. I mean, happy with that. Oh yeah. yeah. More plastic crack is never a bad thing. <laughs> well, this has been a this is a good set. Um, this set's been very, very popular and it's been uh, it's selling very well. I. I I, I knew it would. Um, yeah. It's just, it, it's just, it's just uh, with what's in it, the super boosters. Plus, it's Thor, man. Come on, man. It's Thor. It's got cool characters in it. <laughs> right? For sure. For it sure. does definitely have some cool characters in it. Dan, we need to we need to discuss like actual names of the of the two team clicked off teams at at you know the team event. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because we can't do like a Alpha Bravo. I mean, I guess we could, but yeah, we can talk about that. How about clicked on and clicked off? <laughs> I always thought a cool name for a team event would be Seal Team Clicks. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> guarantee <laughs> one of our pod. Gu- guarantee one of our podcast listeners will use that now, and y'all for right. Y- they're going to go- be Seal Team Clicks. <laughs> go well, for I'll, it. I'll also tell you that. Uh, that that is an event that I'm playing in. No, we the team Lucky Dice will be there. The World Championship team will be playing in that event. That's the only that's the only event that I will play in all weekend 
outside of the Thursday night event. I will. I, I'm planning on playing on that. Yeah, I would not blame you at all for doing that. No, for sure. Yeah, I, I for one have been very outspoken about. I feel like as long as friggin' everything's smooth, that I have no problem with anybody playing the game. So, <clears throat> but so, anyway, yeah. So we got to come up with team names. Yeah, we do have to come <laughs> up with team names. So no, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to play some sealed. Um, and you know the big thing is, is that if you, if you just absolutely pull junk and just bomb out the first two rounds, you still got six boosters of product. Yep, <laughs> so, that's true. It's not like you're not leaving with your money's worth, even in a worst case scenario. So what if somebody like ends up with like a Chase Thor, and then they get like the Odin Prime? In, in one like group of boosters they're going to be doing pretty good yeah well uh, just, no. that's just a preview of my team's pools Dave right well I mean the, the, the one good thing I guess you could say about this is it's very close combat oriented set and there's not a lot of things that are going to dominate from range Except yeah, you like, hate that don't you David no, no, I like it because it makes it a little know, more balanced, like, you know. So, so sarcasm, David. So, no, right. Dave. So, here's the best pool, really. Unimind. Your, your three, your you get three boosters of Unimind, and then you get three boosters of Makari. <laughs> well, I mean, it, like, so if someone gets Unimind, they automatically that that kind of sucks, though, because you automatically kind of have to use the other figures from your three boosters just to support the Unimine. So pulling Unimine may actually be a bad thing. Yeah, if you don't pull any Eternals, other Eternals, uh, yeah. that that's bad, but at least Thena is a common. Right, but like, let's say we, let's say uh, you, me, and Jason are a team, and we pull Unimine, we pull two Eternals. Well, that's three figures, and two of them aren't even on the damn board. Yeah. yeah. So now we gotta make three teams and we're already you know part way down <laughs> with with our options yeah. just to support one figure That's so Unimind might actually be hindrance in this format yeah if you hey, pull so, so I got a question yeah what is clicks off the two teams who is it okay so Daniel Samantha and Lane are one team and then okay. me, Jason, and Kyle Cooney are the other team. Okay. Yeah. We felt that was probably one of the most balanced options. So, Because <clears throat> we didn't want to have like one. Because I really don't feel like on any given day any of us place better than the other. So it's not like we have it like um, a, a, a standout A team and a standout B team. And it's also... You know, it's sealed, so really, it just comes down to, uh, you know, what you pull. Who do you guys, internally, thinks the best player among you? Probably Daniel. To be honest, I mean, there's really no hesitation there. Dan's the best player on the team. Um, okay. Lane's, Lane's a close second. Um, I think Lane has a good record against Dan, but, like, just... I don't know. I just think Dan's the better player. Um, no, I appreciate that, Dave. Um, 
I think Lane Lanes are Lanes have been a really good addition to our team um, as well. Um, I actually have a uh, you know what's funny is that if you look at Rock record, um, I have a winning record against everybody on the team except for Jason and Kyle. <laughs> I've actually uh, I've actually lost to Kyle both times that I've played him in a Rock uh, Rock event. And uh, I've played Jason once and locked to him and lost to him. Okay. Um, but uh, I think Jason, I think Jason's a, a really good player. I think that Jason um, doesn't play enough in the bigger on the bigger scene himself to do well sometimes. Um, and what I mean by that is he he, he doesn't play that many tournaments. I mean he, he uh, I, I bet you. Um, that he wins a lot of tournaments on a local level, um, but on a on a, a on a larger level, I bet <clears> it's hard for him. And it's just been, and it's not like I said. I'm telling you that I've played him. I know he's a really good player, but I just don't think he plays enough on the higher level and travels much like Dan and David and me and Easton and everybody else. He just right. doesn't play so it. in in 2014 when me and Jason traveled together. He finished top four like every time he went somewhere. So I, I mean, believe- if, if he gets the time, he places well or wins. Um, but you know, with with his family bigger now since he's had Parker and all that, like he just, you know, I saw him today. He just hasn't had much time to play. But he, he uh, you know, he has fun. So how, yeah, how did he do at our last one, Dan? Uh, he he got uh, fifth, I think. I got fifth. Uh, then he got sixth. Then. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, he made. Uh, yeah, he yeah, made he, top he almost, eight. He almost made top four, but last action attack, uh, he rolled a ten, then got probed into a five. Right. All right. So I mean, he was he was really close to making top four just a few weeks ago, with only about a week of practice. It's just uh, uh, he's got to get the practice in. Was with so just to, if we want to inflate Alvy's ego a little bit more, um, <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't a week of practice. It oh, was, it was a day. It, was, it, it wasn't even a day. It was two. <laughs> it was one round of practice. <laughs> hey, by the by the time we get through, we're going to have him in the top ten. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's true. So. All right, so the the rest of the day is uh, is uh, um, semifinals, which um, which we've talked about um, how to get in four hundred modern limited. Uh, there's a couple of side events. Uh, there's a sealed side event and a four hundred limited side event. Uh, yep, those are always fun, and uh, the the constructed side events are the best kind of cost. They're free. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, it's my it's my uh, favorite four letter word. Um, <laughs> and then uh, then that takes us pretty much into Sunday, which is the uh, the big Kahuna. <clears throat> so three three hundred modern in the finals, um, and uh, yeah, there may yep. be hey there may be a special announcement on Sunday too. Just Ooh, saying, I know we're. Uh, I'm looking forward to to whatever it is that you come out with. 
So I mean, rock with a rock cup, it sets up uh, it sets up the next year of uh, of excitement. So, um, and and that is true. And then on top of that, your 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 top eight, your top thirty two, in uh, in how rock and whiz kids are what I'd call symbiotic. We we start our November <laughs> our November WKOs. Um, so another round of tournaments, another round of uh, prizing there. Um, and, uh, that this, the, this tournament will set the teams for that, uh, depending on right. what comes out in Harley. So, man, clicks is like the gift that keeps on giving. Oh yeah. Hey, hey. WKOs, I, I haven't had a chance to look at that. I, I knew that they were in November and of course we go to all of those. We love the WKOs. Uh, what is, um, what's the format going to be? So it's, uh, it? it's sealed. Uh, two booster sealed or three hundred modern, okay. um, and okay. and they're what I would term mini WKOs this time. Uh, there's not a ton of prizing. Um, okay. The between the kit and uh, everything you had to buy for the bigger WKOs, you probably had around uh, a two thousand dollar investment or better. Um, the the mini WKO kit is forty dollars. Okay, so. I also noticed. I also noticed that uh, we have more in our area this time than ever before. I, I saw Birmingham and you, and also uh, Lexington's got one. Yeah, so they uh, they lowered the cost. They opened it up to more stores. I think seventy five stores and somewhere around fifteen in Canada um, got involved. Um, it's so uh, the 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 main difference there is the pricing's a little bit less, and only the winner gets their buy to nationals oh well thank god for somebody like me that's already got buys to nationals and worms <laughs> yeah. there you go no i'm uh, i'm thankful that i got my out of nationals at uh, gen con so yeah yeah i, I finally yeah i was gonna say i finally got to play somebody who played that haha joker with a symbiote iron heart combination at the regional Oh my god, is that freaking annoying. <laughs> it is. It it's just is. like, get away from me, I'm trying to kill your tentpole. <laughs> well, I, was just I think like, somebody asked, what did I, outside of uh, some of the figures, what I thought would be the most common figure played, I think it's Joe. I think Joker's going to be out there a lot. I love that figure. I just, I, he's just so good. He is. He does too many things. Exactly. I mean, he can literally accomplish almost anything you need, and he's just one guy, you know? And you could pay 30 points for him, and he can change an entire game just by being annoying and being on the board. Yeah. The, the, so if you had to say what else was out there besides... Uh, so, Howard, I know you got some other obligations this evening, so um, um, I want to just say if you said... If you saw something out there besides... Uh, Jakeem and Uni Mind, I think. Haha, Joker's your big one. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, I think that's your biggest one. Like if I was to say, I mean, now non-game elements, right? You know, whatever level seven, Nick Fury. Um, yeah. You know, Green Arrow, Chase Green Arrow, blah blah blah. All your sideline stuff, whatever. Yep. Um, but as far as main force figs, those are your three. <clears throat> Haha, Joker. Um, even if you just say. Uh, Gene Gray, Gene Gray, and Carnage. And Carnage. Yep, your colossal just only only by the fact that he's just 
cheap. So even if he does get killed, you only lost ten points. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I still I think you'll still see the uh, Ameridroids because of the ability to move stuff. I think that that's big. Yeah, Amerid- yeah. Uh-huh. Amer- Ameridroid goes onto your Mistress Death teams. Yep. Um, uh, Adam's still strong. Uh, 15 point oh, yeah. Adam. Um, you know, I, 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 I will say I love the colossal re- the options of the Colossal Retaliators now. Uh, you'll fact- see you'll you'll see Peace Machine. Um, I don't know if he'd be like extremely common, but I think he might make the top ten anyway. Yeah, he's a good fig, good he's, figure. Yeah, he's really fun. Uh, and and the have, fun thing about him- have, on his first mm-hmm. click, I know he's got TK. He has outwit there also. Sidestep TK oh. toughness outwit. So, and he's got eight range. Uh, seven, I think. All right, so he can TK himself, seven squares, five step two, and then outwit something. That's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Well, he can only yeah. he can only TK himself six. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's so still I a big swing. Was, I thought I thought you could TK. I, wait a minute, you can TK full range. Why can he only TK? Himself no, six? so the the range comes into play. For how far you can reach out and grab somebody, so he can, re- he, can he can reach out and grab somebody for seven, but only move them six. Okay, uh, all right. Told you I haven't played. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I wish that. No, you're right. That was one of the first things we came up with. Was oh my gosh, you know, give uh, uh, give Solaris TK or something, and he's TKing people out ten squares. <laughs> uh, but, Get out there! But unfortunately, it's only six. Okay. So, well, Howard, let's uh, uh, go ahead, Dave. I was gonna say you could do it in Rock Age with the catapult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So, um, well, Howard, let's uh, let's wrap up the show by giving us just a, a quick update on the Lucky Dice uh, Game Store and Cafe. We have, as for those that don't know, we're opening up a game store in Huntsville. It's a, it's a cafe. We serve beer. We, um, uh, which is, I know, I know, I might get David to move to Huntsville just for that simple fact that he gets to drink beer and play clicks. Hey, this game, this company I work for uh, has a couple jobs in Huntsville, so you never know. That would be cool. <laughs> so anyway, uh, well, if that ever happens, you stay here free david while you work it just so you know um you ain't got to get a place you can just stay here and save some money so anyway i love you guys uh, i love you too man uh you got the, the gaming cafe uh that, that we it's it's kind of unique uh, we're, we're trying to make it unique and there's some more things that you guys will find out maybe after the cup um that will kind of make more sense but for right now um we have a we have a huge online business, and we're transferring that into the store. By having that business, it's enabled us to open the store. Um, it's we got four thousand square feet. We'll have EVPs. We'll be doing tournaments. Uh, we'll have product for sale. It's a cafe. It's simple. We have uh, we're serving sandwiches, soup, and fresh cookies, uh, chips, all your regular snacks. Uh, our beer is bottled domestic beer with a little bit 
of uh, craft beer, just probably a couple places that were local. But basically, we're 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 we're, we're concentrating on the on the domestic beer. But what's cool about our domestic beer is, I bought a cooler that our beer is guaranteed to come to you frosted at 23 degrees. Fair nice. So nice. Our, beer, <laughs> our, yeah, our, our beer is ice, ice cold. And uh, so and we, we, we set our hours. We, we're open later. Um, our food's there all night uh, all, while we're open. We set up a delivery service. We're, we're serving our neighbors next door. There's another uh, beer place next to us. They do craft beer, which is one reason why we're staying away from craft beer. But we got to be really good friends with them, and they don't have any food. So we're, we're now become their food source for their customers. So we're doing that. Um, and uh, we open up on October 1st. We're, we're working really, 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 really hard to open and to get everything ready. We're at the tail end, I think, of having the store. We're, we're down to putting molding and light fixtures or, or uh, stuff like that in. The carpet's down. The floor's done. Uh, the tile's down. The, the store's painted except for a few little spots. We've moved our cabinets and our shelving in. Um, within a week, we should be completely done with the store. Uh, we've got. We're ready to start putting product on the shelf. We're ready to get. Uh, we're having some stuff delivered this week. Uh, we've ordered. Uh, we're going to have really nice, expensive uh, side uh, show statues that are that we've got coming in. Uh, that are that are, I think that people are going to like. Oh uh, man, you're carrying sideshow. Yes. Oh, you didn't tell me this, Howard. Yes. Yes. We are. Uh, one of the few places in this area that can carry. Uh, we're exclusive to that. Uh, we've been doing a lot of things for a long time getting set up for this. And uh, we uh, we can see, I, I can hold uh, well over 100 people just playing in the tournament. Uh, uh, the way that we're positioned. Uh, we've got the store kind of divided to where we can, uh, we, we've got what we call the game room. The game room uh, can be sealed. It can have a party in there. Uh, we can, uh, if we have, we can have a tournament over there, away from the, and, and still have twenty or thirty people on the other side of the store playing separately, uh, so they don't interfere with each other. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on. I think I don't think that anybody, at least in this area, I think that this area starved for what we're about to give them, um, because nobody's ever done it. What we're what we're doing, and we're and uh, it's the combination of everything that's going to make this place great. I think. Yeah, no, that's super exciting. We're we're, look, we're looking forward to coming down and visiting as soon as we can. Right? Yeah, well, Huntsville's I, been. We are we're setting up a, a special room to do be able to do uh, to to uh, be able to do live streaming from and uh, to record games. And we actually we've been talking about this for a while. And when I say we, I mean Team Stratagem. This will be the home of Team Stratagem, and. We often we haven't been doing it lately. I haven't been here anyway. We get together and practice sometimes and play. And we thought that you know why don't we start recording that? And we're probably going to have live streams where people can come in and they can see what's going on at Lucky Dice. And uh, I will invite you guys to come down here for the grand opening. And if you'd like to come down here for the grand opening and do a podcast, I'll give you that room to do it in. No snap. All right. Well, we'll certainly have to look at putting that in our plans. Yeah, definitely. October, it's October 11th. 
Yeah, uh, okay. November Saturday. November 11th? Uh, November, I'm sorry. November 11th. November 11th. Veterans uh, Day. Nice. Uh, well, well, that's it's kind of an important day to me, too. I, I don't know if you've ever noticed that there's a number 11 is, is surrounding me all the time. I have not. Uh, well, if you my email is it's, it's hobro one one. Uh, Easton was number eleven. I was number eleven when I played ball. Um, if you look at the dice on our on our uh, on our uh, logo, it's number eleven. If you look at uh, my company name, uh, we have a number that that's registered. It's it's o one one. Eleven is just everywhere, and uh, so we were going to do the grand opening. Um, on, on 11-4, but there ha- when I went to look at the schedule, Alabama was playing <laughs> LSU on 11-4. And I said, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> so I said, well, we'll move it back a week, and lo and behold, it didn't come up on 11-11. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's that's our grand opening. We have, it, we're going to have, we're going to have a lot of specials that day. Um, we're having a drawing. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> things that we're doing which i don't know what everybody else does but uh i know what we're doing and you can buy uh you can come in and buy a card uh, a membership card to our to our store and it's 20 bucks and uh and that 20 bucks you get, you're in our computer and it's good for a year and you get a 10 percent discount on everything in the store that you purchase outside of things that are on sale for the whole year so for twenty bucks, that's a pretty good deal, especially if you're buying from us a lot. You get a, just an automatic ten percent discount. Nice. And um, on that particular day, uh, we're doing a special for the grand opening. It's a ten dollar, ten dollars. We also will do mailing lists using that. We'll get your information and send you stuff that's going on and, and link you to our site and so on and so forth. And um, we're also doing a drawing that day. Uh, people that buy a card get a get an extra ticket. Um, and we're giving away uh, free lunch for once a week for somebody for a year, uh, for anybody that's in that drawing. Uh, and we got the radio stations going to be there. Uh, we've got a lot of companies that have donated things to us. We're doing a lunch special. I don't know what the exact cost is, but we're doing it at a very low cost. You probably get a combo uh, meal that day for probably under five bucks. Uh, with nice a sandwich sandwich chips drink and a cookie um and uh and just so you guys know man we're we're using quality i i our sandwiches sometimes may be a little bit more than what other places are but we have fresh baked bread um from Rosada bakery out of georgia that they, they deliver to us and it's the best bread i've ever had in my life and we're, we're using Hormel meats, and we tasted this. They've given us, given us free samples. They, and Hormel makes different uh, qualities of meat. Um, they have the cheaper meat, which is kind of like what you taste when you when you go and get, uh, when you buy meat at the store, your, your ham or whatever, and then they go up another grade, and they go up another grade. We went all the way up to the top, and I swear, guys, I swear, if you take a, if you took a slice of this roast beef, you're gonna swear that it we just carved it off of a roast of off of roast beef, if uh, of just that was just cooked. If you have, if you take a, if you eat their ham, you're gonna swear that it was uh, a Christmas or Thanksgiving ham. It tastes just like that. It's 
that good. Wow. That's exciting stuff. No, we're uh I'm looking forward to it as soon as we can get come down and uh <laughs> Right, yeah. yeah. Definitely looking forward to uh, not having to leave to uh, have to get food on when you run your super qualifier. Oh, right, oh, definitely. Yeah. Just got to watch Dave and that beer. <laughs> no, I'll be all right. We'll it takes take... a lot of beer to get me going. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on him. So <laughs> You guys are going to enjoy the story. We're trying to make it where it's gamer-friendly, family-friendly, we want people, I mean, the concept is that you come in, we have a this huge wall that's going to be a bunch of games on there, and it, it's free play. And you come in, you eat a sandwich, you sit down at the cafe. We've made our cafe tables the proper size so you can sit there and eat with your friends and play a game for free. Um, and so if you want to play Monopoly, you go over there, grab a Monopoly board, you sit down and you play. So we're making it to where people can come in, and relax and have a good time and hang out. Not just that just sounds like an awesome just, place to be. That's that's what we want it to be. We want people to we want this to be the hangout and where people come. We want this to be a place that you look forward to going and that you that you're excited about going to. And of course we're gonna build community, but the idea is is that the is that your your a parent can uh, you know, you got kids, you can walk in there and sit down and eat a sandwich and have good food and play a game with your kids. Nice. Yeah. That's good stuff, Howard. So, well, we've uh we've ran pretty long today. So, uh how about let's uh let's wrap up the show with uh with final thoughts. Dave, what are your final thoughts today? Uh I can't wait to go to Howard's new store. Probably in the spring, whenever they normally have their super cues. It just sounds like it's really cool. We'll have a good one. I hope we have a real big one this year. We, Lord knows, we got enough space for everybody. Awesome. Yeah, good deal. And uh, how, so, Howard, what's your final thoughts to wrap up the show? I'm just, I don't know. My, my thoughts are everywhere, man. <laughs> I, as soon as I hang up the phone, I got people sitting there at the table that are ready to sit down and start talking. I've got, uh, for those that don't know, the, uh, Aaron Morgan. I think you guys know Aaron Morgan. I hired Aaron Morgan um, to be uh, my store manager. And uh, he starts in October. He's moving here. And uh, he's on the way over here. And we're, we're about to sit there and figure out, do our last little bit on, on, on payroll. Not payroll, but how many people we have. We've got a pretty good idea, but we're about to make our schedule for that. So I, I've got that going on. And I'm sitting there thinking about what I got to do for rock. And I'm, my thoughts are everywhere to have a final thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, all I, the thoughts. I tell you what, uh, Howard, we appreciate you, and we uh, we appreciate Lucky Dice Games, and uh, um, you know we appreciate your uh, giving us your couple hours of your day today to uh, let, remind everybody of the fun that they're going to have in a couple weeks at uh, Rock Cup. I can't wait to see you guys. So for for my final thoughts, I'm just going to steal one from Dave Mangog. <laughs> Tell uh, Sam I said, hey, looking forward to seeing her. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, so thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off today, and we'll uh, talk to y'all next time. Peace. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs>